Do you think a church should ever ask a person to leave the fellowship? After all, Jesus came to bring people in, not kick people out. This is Thursday, February 16th. Don't we say as a church, everyone belongs here? As a college student, I became a water safety instructor. At the time, that was the highest level of training that lifeguards could have below the military rescue swimmer training. I was trained to train lifeguards, and also to be one myself. Then for a number of years, I guarded in various settings. The beach setting is challenging for a guard because of the conditions, and because people often think they can do more than they actually can. Also, we can be pretty foolish and get ourselves into dangerous conditions. But guarding at busy swimming pools can be a challenge as well. One swimmer can jump onto another one. Or, what's worse, is a mean kid in the pool holding other kids underwater or hurting the younger kids. As a lifeguard, I often had to pull kids from the water and send them home when they were becoming a danger to other kids. It was part of the rules of the pool. In my role at the pool, it was my job to make those calls. Now here's Paul telling Titus about his calling to protect the church from our scripture text today. This is Titus chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. But avoids foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. Now Paul says that times the church will have troublemakers, like the big kid in the pool that can hurt the younger kids. This person is causing trouble, causing division, pitting people against each other. Notice the process for dealing with such a person. First you give them a warning, and it's hoped in doing so that person will change their behavior. But if they don't, Paul says, warn them a second time, do it again. We assume that the second warning will be stronger, firmer, and clearer, and we hope that it will do the trick. We want our brothers and sisters in Christ to get along with each other. We want peace for everyone. Yes, we want everyone to belong here. But notice what Paul says next. If the second warning doesn't do, then he needs to put that person out of the pool, out of the church. He's endangering the others. Now, admittedly, this action is very painful to take in a community based on grace. All of us have said and done foolish things. But this is a person that will not respond to authority, and that's putting other people in danger. Paul says we are to say goodbye to that person, have nothing to do with them. Why have nothing to do with them? That word diabolos, the word we use to talk about Satan, literally means to divide. Yes, this person is bent on dividing the fellowship and can destroy the community. I remember years ago reading the rules for the Order of St. Benedict. Benedict was a leader for a monastic movement, and he formed monasteries of men who lived and worked together in community. 
His short little rule book for these communities is still in print. And here's the way it worked in those communities. If a man showed up at the door of the monastery, he would have to commit to obey the abbot, the leader of the community, and to follow the rule of the order. Now, the rule book is not a huge volume, but the fewest possible rules to enable the men to live at peace together. Once the man came into the order, if he caused trouble, he would be warned. If he caused trouble once again, he would also be warned. But if he would not listen to the abbot, two stout monks were to help him to the door where he would be forced to leave. You see, this is what was required to protect the community and keep peace among the brothers. That returns me to the pool where I would often guard. I had to warn the kids that what they were doing could hurt someone else. And sometimes I even had to clear the entire pool and speak to everyone. But life in the pool with so many kinds of kids, so many different ages, well, it wouldn't work without order. And this is what Paul is telling Titus. Do you know in our community, we too have to be willing to respond to the authority God placed over us. In our membership vows, we pledge to support the government and discipline of the church and to study the church's purity and peace. This means that we commit to walk together, not to stir up division and to support those in leadership. And we do this for the benefit of everyone. And it's also for the reputation of the gospel as well. Let's pray. God of grace, teach us your ways and how to walk together in the beautiful community to which you have called us. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.